In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs of a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighbourhood cats. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we're we're Absolute Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. Welcome to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to be the very best owner your dog could ever wish for. Now, I've got a super cool win from one of our super cool owners who has literally the most beautiful dogs and she is the owner that they'd always hoped for because she is playing games. So she says, and this is Alison Rocha-Leary, and she says, honest to goodness, I feel like playing games is like having a magic power. I just finished playing in the driveway with my two Goldens, aged 16 months and 22 months, and they are just beautiful. She doesn't say that I did. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I successfully recalled them away from a chasing bird, not once, not twice, but three times. That's two puppyish dogs recalling together three times. I take that like six wins. Now, literally, I love games. I love absolute dogs. Here's a picture of my lovelies because I'm so proud of them. Like for me, this is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stuff. Now, uh, today, we're actually not talking about these Goldens, but I just thought it was a lovely way to open it up. I mean, we could, but I think they're beautiful dogs. It kind of leads on nicely. What we're talking about is... What is that magic length of a session? What is the, you know, how long should you train How long do you keep your dog in a training session? When do you say enough's enough? When do you say, actually, I've trained for too long? Maybe you've Mm overtrained. Maybe you've undertrained. How do you know? Like, how do you understand where this fits? Well, the interesting thing is, is that, you know, there's a bit of science behind this that we can look at human exercise physiology for. And the longer exercise goes on, at some point you start to get this increase in stress hormone, this increase in cortisol. Prior to that, there is no increase in cortisol. In fact, there's increases in other beneficial hormones like testosterone, for example, that's going to grow their confidence and optimism. And so, you know, that's the basis of this idea of three-minute game changers. You know, aiming for really three-minute games that are going to unlock massive now, results. sometimes you're in a training session, and I've done this lots of times recently, actually, and I've gotten better and better at this because I'm, I'm definitely one of these trainers that struggles with the discipline and says, mm-hmm. just one more. <laughs> I just want to do one more. I just want to do one more. Mm-hmm. Now, what I've learned more recently is if I've got something really good, mm-hmm. and maybe I'll just get it once, I stop. Yeah. And I don't do any more. Yeah. And sometimes it can feel frustrating. I, I don't know I, whether it's agility or whether it's uh, games uh, on the flat or whether it's games on equipment. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter. What I've learned is, and, and let's take, I don't know, um, a game like Middle on Move. If I get one game absolutely perfectly and I'm really happy with it, or I get one running dog walk when I'm training my agility and I'm really happy with it, mm-hmm. why do another? Mm-hmm. Why actually repeat another? Because I'm not necessarily repeating 
for as good. It mm. probably won't be as good or mm. possibly won't be as good. And actually what I want to do is I want to rep brilliant and mm. I want to rep brilliant each and every time. And yeah. so what I've also learned is there's no limit on how short a session can be. Yeah. And actually you can make it very, very short. Absolutely. And you know, I think that that's the key here is that you've got to ask yourself, what am I teaching? And if your dog has just shown you that you have taught them that, then you need to be, if you're asking for that session to continue, you need to be thinking, well, how am I growing this? Because if we're not growing it, we're degrading it. If we're not growing it, we're testing it. And that's something that then we don't, you know, we're really looking to top up desire, top up value, top up skills, not test, test, test. And I think it's very easy to repeat, 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 repeat the same old mm -hmm. just because it's comfy. Mm. And actually what I've noticed, I mean, again, I'll give Middle on the Move or um, another game I've been playing lots with um, Easy. It's a new game for the training academy where I've basically got her focus and she's catching on the move because she's a very distracted dog and she loves movement, mm -hmm. she loves chasing. And I've got her off lead and I'm doing some catch work on the move. Um, and what I've realized is actually sort of five, 10 minutes into this game, because I can play this for five mm -hmm. minutes when I'm at a big event, actually it's gone too long. Mm. Like I'm much better to keep this nice yeah. and short, three yeah. minutes, um, actually is enough time. It's more than enough time. Yeah. It's a great exercise session. It's a great mental game. Mm. It's a great mental toughness. It's huge for grit. And actually it's massive concentration. Yeah. So to ask for more than that is almost like you said, degrading it and lessening the behavior, not improving or increasing or enhancing or um, in addition to. It's just, yeah. It just is degrading it. And on the subject of that, that kind of answers, you know, those gray areas whether you're not, where you're not sure whether you should continue a session or not. And it's the question of, um, is it getting better or is it getting worse? Is what you are trying to grow growing or is it shrinking? And if the answer is it's getting worse or it's shrinking or performance is decreasing, then probably means we've gone too far and we just need to stop right there and then. We don't then continue to try and get it back to what it was, which is what we tend to all do. And then the session goes on even longer and we never actually get to that level of like peak performance in that session. Actually, enough is enough. Enough is as good as a feast and we can stop right now. And I think it's important to just have that moment of self-discipline. Mm. And the things that have really helped me with this is convincing myself that this actually is better for my behavior. Mm. This is better for my repetition. This is actually serving to enhance what I have. Yeah. And the other thing is I often reward myself with going off for a little short hike. Mm. Like, it might even just be for here, like a 10-minute circuit mm. that I do um, or a, a five-minute like cool down. Mm -hmm. But I enhance my, my yeah. uh, session with that. So I almost reinforce myself. So you've ended yeah. that session, but you're transitioning to yeah. a calmer one or a nicer one or a different yeah. one or something else where you still have a nice experience. Absolutely. And then I guess the, the final thing to say on this, guys, is that generally speaking, and this is nearly 100% of the time, lots of smaller sessions, but throughout the day or throughout the week is going to be way more successful than one big long session. And the reason is probably twofold. The first is dogs are going to learn better by, you know, splitting it up and getting, you know, those reinforcement opportunities in for the skill that you want to, wanting to grow on a more frequent basis. But also when you, when you're going into a session thinking it's going to be a short session, you make the most of that. If you've got five pieces of kibble in your you're hand, so you're on determined. it, you're engaged, you're present. Yeah. And so it's actually a level of, us being able to hold ourselves accountable Just as well. Just way more intentional when... I, I, I'll give you another really good example, actually. I think this is a really good example. When I was going for Team Great Britain uh, a couple of years ago uh, with Blink, 
I knew that I had to go clear first time. Mm -hmm. There was no going clear second time. You don't get, there's no dress rehearsal. Mm -hmm. You've gone all the way to Switzerland or Finland or Norway or wherever you've been. I've been lucky enough to go to lots of those as part of Team Great Britain. And you're out there and you get that one shot and that Mm -hmm. shot is 30 seconds. So what I started doing was at home, we would set a course and I say the Royal We, Matt often and um, whoever I could rope into helping would set a course Mm -hmm. and we'd set a course and that course set might take 50 minutes, Mm -hmm. maybe an hour and we'd be setting. And how many times was I allowed to run it? Once. Oh, Uh, and uh, I can uh, tell uh. you now the pain of watching and seeing how much work goes into designing the course and pulling the courses together and setting the course. And I'm terrible at setting courses. Um, So I always had help to set courses. And then if I messed up, I had not only my own pressure and the pressure of traveling and the pressure of that. So there was a lot of pressure behind it. But I have to say that was probably the best I've ever competed and performed. Uh, I probably should start it again. It's just a painful process. Just having one go, Mm. having one go, the difference that it made to me and the dog. And obviously this is agility, but it doesn't really matter what you're doing. If you know you've only got a short lunch break to train in or a short gap, we actually would think that's almost better, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I guess the final, final, final thing to say on this is that actually know what you are going to train before you start the session. Absolutely. Plan, plan, plan. Fail to prepare, prepare to -hmm. fail. Henry Ford said it. He is a good man or was a good man. Mm -hmm. And he definitely knew that because it really does make the difference. If you haven't planned what you're going to do, if you don't know what you're going to do, then how on earth are you going to communicate to that dog efficiently, effectively with um, intention and with determination and dogged determination Mm -hmm. and get a result? You know what? You need to know what you're doing. If you don't know what you're doing and you don't know how you're going to get there and you don't know your destination, your route and your um, end goal, then how on earth is your dog going to know? They're definitely not going to have a clue. So for me, uh, this is definitely, definitely probably one of the most important. Yeah. So with that, we want you to go and have a training session and we want you to make that training session the perfect length. You are going to plan that session way before you get to that session. You're going to have everything ready. You're going to be on it, carb on it. You literally are not going to give yourself a chance for it to go on too long. It might be whether you count out five, 10 pieces of kibble or biscuit or treat or whatever you're using. It might be that you put an egg timer on. It Mm. might be that you set your phone alarm. It literally is absolutely up to you how you do it. We're not going to put any rules here. What we are going to say, is just do it a bit like nike yeah so we want to hear how you get on next week in the next episode and in the meantime as well as training stay Stay sexy sexy. (laughs) stop right there game changer we have something very exciting to tell you about if you struggle with stressful walks right now so pulling your dog yanking your arm out of its socket just basically it's painful right Now, it's a struggle that you want to transform. You want to go from pulling on lead like a train to loose leash walking prince or princess, and we've got a solution for you. It is just £27. It's a mini course that literally is going to be your zero to hero of loose leash walking. Day by day, we're going to be showing you the games and skills and strategies that you are going to need to implement to transform your dog's leash behavior in the next two weeks. This is a complete pattern. You get to keep it for life, yes, for life, and it's just £27 to you. Access it anywhere, keep it for life, no equipment required, and all you've got to do is go to absolutedogs.me forward slash stop pulling, and yes, it is just £27, Game Changers.